Is this thing on? the coffee and coffee show <laughs> where we talk about coffee and coffee <laughs> I don't know you ever think about being a songwriter instead of a woodcarver like the, the lyrics the lyrics are i know uh, yeah no i, I was really pretty, pretty strong <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness it's something i have in my back pocket just in case just in case yep well, kind of a, keep in your back pocket now. <laughs> kind welcome of a two, to <laughs> two word oh, song guy that's really cut that's it. Even talk. <laughs> Welcome to podcast episode number 23. That's right. This is the Coffee and Carving podcast where we talk about uh, not really much coffee and not much carving, just yeah. a bunch of nonsense. So <laughs> let's start let's start her off. We, we're started out strong today. I'm sorry. Two, two employees from the gas company were making a house call. The younger employee said to the older one, man, you're old. Yeah. That may be so, but I can still outrun you, he replied. This has a little bit of the Alec and Doug feel to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How about a foot race to see who's the fastest, the younger one said. With that, they started running around the block at full speed. The older man kept up with the younger man around the first corner, the second corner, and the third corner. As they approached the last corner, they saw an elderly woman running as fast as her little legs could carry her. Puzzled by this, they stopped to ask her why she was running behind them. The woman caught her breath and said, Well, you're at my home checking the gas meter, and when I saw you running away, I figured I better run too. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Because they're gas workers and oh, yeah. they, they fleed yeah. from her home. Pretty and, good. You know, when you have to start explaining it, uh, no, no. I thought last week uh, you complained it was long a long joke so i made it a little bit extra long today i liked it no i you know it's very who is the canadian uh comedian who recently passed who has that sort of style where he'll go on forever norm norm mcdonald mcdonald yeah yeah have you heard the moth joke that's the one yeah my favorite joke that's incredible yeah Yeah. it's a huge letdown and it's also really fabulous fantastic yes well, with that, uh, this uh, coffee portion, which is really not a coffee portion, is brought to us by a bunch of unknowns today. Hey, guys, if you want to, uh, your name shouted out, you got to write it in the comments, but uh, also Tabitha. So thanks, Tabitha and the unknowns. We uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, without further ado, what have you been up to there, Alec? Hey, everybody. <laughs> no, I've just been not. doing the same old stuff every day. Oh, yeah. You know what oh. it is. Oh. We've waken, We've awoken Alex. Um, I've really just been waking up and... Oh, coffee and uh, noodling around with this camera that you sent me, which has been fun a little bit here and there, like watching videos and, and trying to learn how to use this uh, little action camera um have you have you tried anything no i haven't yet i haven't actually filmed anything i planned on it today but uh, i didn't get to any filming but i'm not really sure how i'm gonna mount it if i'm so really for some background i i'm always getting in the way if you've ever watched any of my youtube videos or um my school videos i try to be better at it occasionally i still do get in the way of my camera but uh especially on youtube constantly in the way of my camera so uh, Doug was saying that he has a camera in between him and the carving project. And so I tried to adopt this with my phone and it worked pretty well. And so he said, you know, I use these smaller cameras. Of course, the, the camera setup I use is so big that it's really not uh, feasible to get that in between me and the carving. So the action cameras uh, make it possible. So 
but I haven't figured out how to mount it to the wall yet. That's the biggest issue that, so far. But otherwise, well, I can, if I can butt in on yeah, that please. subject yeah. and uh, stretch it a little bit, mm-hmm. it's not only the cameras are too big. Like I have a Canon 80D, yep. which is a, to me is a good camera with multiple lenses and whatnot. Yeah. The problem is keeping yourself in focus when you're not watching the camera. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it always searches. You can set up manually, but then if you do try the auto, it's still, yeah, it's just a nuisance. So the always in focus little action camera seems to be uh, the ticket so far for me, at least. Yeah. No. So I I love that idea. I'm so excited about it. So I've got uh, uh, Doug sent me, uh, we did a little tradesies and I got an Osmo out of it. A little, little DJI thing. And it's a, yeah, it's really cool. So excited to employ that. But otherwise, um, I have been bombing around with four giant cedar carvings in the back of my Honda that are just uh, a wafting the sweet smell of cedar into the car, which is really nice. But it's well, uh, nice. But it's it need it needs to they need to go somewhere. And I have a shop so the size of a, a the average uh, sunroom, like additional sunroom or added sunroom so it's like 12 by 16 and uh that's not 12 by 16 feet um so it's it's small so anyway i have to find out what to do with the the wood carvings (laughs) so uh that's kind of uh as far as you know what i've been up to though i don't know it's been kind of a non-productive week back i think i kind of wore myself out on these bigger carvings and so i needed to focus on little tiny details so I made um, Annalise a very small, uh, well, actually a, like a life-size flower, but I did all of the intricate little like seed details. And I haven't really done that on a sunflower carving in a long time. So that was actually kind of rewarding and like, and fun to just kind of get caught up in the monotony of making the same little seed shape over and over again. So, Yeah, that yeah. was uh, very detailed. I, uh, I stuck my nose and looked at it a couple of times in the process and uh, yeah. Yeah, but I really That's prolonged great. it. Yeah. yeah, but I really, I mean, it took like two and a half or three days or something like of, of fiddling with it each day, not the full day, but, you know, a few hours each day. So, um, but otherwise, yeah, it's been, uh, I got to meet with a, a really great artist who I'm going to introduce later in the media section. Um, I'm excited to uh, uh, chat with him more in the future, but uh had a coffee meeting with him and uh, my my grandma actually passed away this past uh, a couple of days and uh, already told you Doug this wasn't news to you but um, we were able to be there by her bedside and actually kind of witness uh, that occurrence and uh, it's the first time I've ever seen anything like that and of course it was incredibly sad but it was also uh, there was some calm to it the way she passed uh, you know she, she in a sense she died of natural causes she had some heart complications at the very end, but she lived a healthy life, no medications, um, and, and exercised every day up until age 99. So, I mean, even into age 99, she was, you know, just a week before her death, she was, co- you know, helping my mom with some cooking projects and cleaning, you know, like uh, walking around the, the uh, doing, you know, the basement and doing her exercises and her stretchy bands. And so, you know, just a sweet old Greek lady who would constantly sing. Whenever I'd visit my grandma, she'd just be like her head would be back kind of like half in nap mode singing to herself just uh, in her like little old greek woman voice which was not very musical but it was adorable and you could walk up to her she was so in her own little world you'd walk right in front of her and she wouldn't know you were there until you said yeah yeah and she'd look up and she'd be like oh i like (laughs) she's so so happy to see you and so actually quickly uh not to, to go too far into this rabbit trail but uh but, but right before she died the day before she died i believe it was the day before uh she was non-responsive uh for the most part and i went to visit her knowing she probably wouldn't see, say or see anything um and i was able to uh you know sitting around for 20 minutes next to somebody who's sleeping gets kind of boring so i thought you know i'm gonna give her a hug so I went and I said, I love you. Yeah. And I gave her a hug and she, she kind of like twitched, turned around, looked at me and said, cause I had my mask on. She said, who are you? And I said, <laughs> I said, I let go in there, which means Alec, Alec, I am, I'm Alec. Uh, you say things backwards, like Yoda in Greek, Alec, I am. And she yeah. says, oh, I let go. And she kind of hugs me. And then she just goes right back out. 
<laughs> so it was that's, a, well, that's fun. It was a really sweet moment though. I'm so happy that we shared that and I went and uh so yeah, she was just a lovely uh woman who is chief concern uh before she passed was that my mom would plant the onions before mm-hmm. uh before the uh it was too late to plant the seeds in her greenhouse before the spring starts so she was an avid gardener and i grew up gardening with my grandma and uh uh until i was age 16 until i kind of outgrew uh being home so much got my license and left more uh i was every every summer i spent you know just most of the summer with my grandparents it felt like for at least a couple of years tending these 10 huge gardens that were probably uh i don't know uh 20 by 40 feet each some longer some smaller uh but uh yeah you know tomatoes lima beans uh onions uh basically anything you can imagine we'd grow and it was just uh it was was a lot of fun so uh taught me a lot of good skills there so she'll be missed yeah well it's too bad but uh, yeah 99 pretty good she did good yeah yeah she did really good but one thing (laughs) was hilarious and really rude is our nurse um actually the nurses that were on staff at this hour were just kind of toast you could see that they were tired and so they were like uh coming in my grandma um was kind of slowing down her breathing they took her off the CPAP and they said you got about an hour with her so uh she's not oxygenating so very low oxygen but uh came in after a little while of her you know starting to breathe very subtly and said oh she's passed. And this, mind you, was the same woman who came in a few moments earlier and said, uh, you know, um, you know, this is not a sad moment. This is a happy moment that your mother lived this long, you know, no, no comfort, no consolation at all. And, you know, the, the, the vocal intonation of a robot and then left. And my mom, when she came back, asked her, you know, how is this for you seeing the death of so many people as a nurse? And she said, depending on the family situation, in some cases, good, in some cases, bad. And then left and we just laughed and laughed because i said she's definitely a robot and of course okay so back to this original situation grandma's fading a nurse comes by and says yep she's passed rushes over starts taking the the pins off of her my grandma's twitching still she's like oh (laughs) see her pulse she's definitely she's definitely not totally gone and she's like to, to to further the nurse's case she puts the heart thing on her chest and doesn't say anything picks it up keeps taking the things off of her and we're like what no heartbeat she's like well she's on uh, her way out slow heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> we're like oh my god so i played so i was telling my dad if you've ever seen monty python there's a scene where they're walking through this pile of dead people and uh you know this man screaming bring out your dead bring out your dead and a man comes with his father over his shoulder, who's clearly alive. And he says, all right, this one. And he goes to pile them on. And the dad goes, oh, I'm fine, really. <laughs> and he goes to give him away. And he's like, oh, I can't take him. He's definitely not dead. I'm like, oh, he's very sick, though. He's on his way out. <laughs> he's like, oh, I feel happy. I feel happy. <laughs> he's like, I'm oh, feeling better, really. So, I, you know, it was like the classic thing of this nurse just wanted to be done, you know, with my grandma. And it was just so sad, but also, you know, the state of affairs in hospitals right now. So in some cases, I guess. No. Well, it's fun. That it, it, it's, it, it's fun to laugh. Yeah, exactly. Knowing that, that she had a good life and the, yep. Yep. it wasn't a, it was a tragic. No. Like, yep. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I want to ask you how uh, how was your sunflower received? Oh, okay. So Doug and I have this thing where, and I don't want to throw uh, yeah, no, <laughs> our throw ladies her, under the throw bus. Throw mine Can right I do this? Oh, I'm yeah. not throwing mine under the bus either, but our ladies, they I think they like our carvings, but when Doug and I have spent, you know, I'll speak for myself here. I've spent, you know, hours on a, on a carving um sometimes i'll show it to my girlfriend thinking she's gonna go oh my goodness it's so beautiful and usually appropriate response right and (laughs) in our eyes right because we're perfect and so we and our art is perfect and we show you know i show annalise and a lot of times she'll be like oh that's cool you know and i'm like what do you mean that's that you just that's just cool like yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know it's beautiful well sophie like i could buy her a diamond a diamond ring yeah and then (laughs) 
to to her credit, maybe three weeks later, she'll say she'll be looking at going, I really, really like my ring. Thank you so much. I'm like, kind of late, don't you think? Kind of yeah. late, but yeah, better <laughs> late than never. Like, yeah, well, I have to process these things. She yeah. says, but but uh, yeah. I, I I I thought I'd be like uh, the old sheep farmer bringing home uh, mutton chops for supper, being yes. a woodcarver, and you know, like yeah. it's a yeah. yeah. No, and and she did message me. Uh, no, so I should say her reaction. I gave it to her, and she said, you know, wow, you know, that's really nice. And you know, it was like, you know, she was excited, but yeah, you know, I don't know. I, you know, she seemed excited enough, but still, you always long for this bigger reaction. And so, but she did message me that she loved it so much uh today so that's nice but um yeah you always want to you always want to get a bigger response <laughs> for sure well i i always make up my mind on the response within the yeah. first 10 seconds right and like anything after that is like okay now you just feel bad or something yeah. right yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so oh well that's too bad about grandma but uh yeah and the valentine's is long we uh you know when you get older valentine's just doesn't seem to have the same same appeal yeah and we've gone years here years uh, up and down and not like buy something don't buy something do i have to today you know know, get some flour but uh we went out and uh we got a big uh barbecue meal takeout wasn't that exciting but uh, yeah. nice change that's about it hey that's nice we did uh coney island with uh annalise's uh little niece and nephews uh they were beer babysitting because uh her parents are pastors at a church and so yeah we for those of you who don't know the canadians because i explained to doug a while back what coney island was it's like uh it's basically like a, a chili dog uh, uh kind of diner where you get breakfast and uh coney dog is a uh, chili dog but it's kind of centered around that but of course most of the time people are buying like breakfast or you know sandwiches or salads or whatnot so well yeah you gave me a, such a hard time about not knowing what a coney dog was and in the <laughs> end it's a chili dog i know what a chili dog is well i guess i don't know what a coney dog <laughs> but a chili dog is a coney dog at its truest in its truest form uh, I find it hard to believe if we didn't. <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm going to. Uh, what do you say when you take over someone's culture? The uh, cultural appropriation. The coney dog is uh, yeah. the, <laughs> the appropriation you know, the of chili, the Canadian. The, the chili dog people should be very angry with the coney people. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. I don't think that's how that works. But who um, invented chili? Because chili is like spaghetti sauce with beans thrown in, like the Mexican and the Italian. Yeah, uh, that's true. Who made chili? Hey, Google, who invented chili? According to Wikipedia, chili became commonly prepared in northern Mexico and southern Texas. Unlike some other Texas foods, such as barbecued brisket, chili largely originated with working class Tejana and Mexican women. Wow. Yes, good guess. Thanks. Thanks, Google. Well, I knew there was a little bit of Mexico in there, but I would have thought mm-hmm. the Italian, because I always kind of think it's more of like a spaghetti sauce with beans. Yeah, right. But I can see the barbecue side for Texas too. So yeah, man, that, like if you don't, if you come not for the carving, like we just gave you a nugget, right? Oh yeah. It's not all about the carving and coffee. No. <laughs> We've been talking about it. Chili so and carving long. today. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, are you good? You got anything else? Well, I came up with one other thing. Annalise and I tried to celebrate Valentine's Day a few days before. And it was just a, it was a complete failure of a Valentine's Day. We we booked a reservation at this restaurant that we've been wanting to try for literally over a year. It's a, it's a beautiful, real barn. It's an actual barn, a wood-framed barn. 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 And they serve, uh, they have a farm and they serve uh, in season uh, food from, from their animals, from, from this, you know, from this uh, property. So uh, we were really excited. We got a spot, but it was like 9.15 PM. And so we were kind of biding time before that, you know, kind of trying to do some fun things. So I planned a couple of fun things for us to do. Uh, uh, But one of those was to have a snack, to get a meal before we go to get dinner, right? This is around like 5.30 or six o'clock. 
So we stop at this Indian place and I order what is just one small meal with some like curry beans and, and some, uh, you know, onions and what, whatnot, just a small meal for us to share. And in the process of doing this, I saw someone walk by with some little bread things. So I ran up to the front and I said, what are those little bread things? And she says, oh, bread. Oh, okay, we'll get you bread. And then 10 minutes later, my bread is here, but it's not just bread. It's this, it's these two giant elephant ears with a side of this uh, curried beans, garbanzo beans, with another side of some other stuff that I don't know what it is, but I ate it and it was delicious. We were so full by the end of that meal, Annalise was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat tonight. Like, I, I don't think I'm even going to be hungry. And I was like, well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm sure we'll be hungry in three hours. So we're sitting at my house, kind of just chilling, watching Jim Gaffigan's new special, which I enjoyed thoroughly. Annalise fell asleep too. Um, and I woke her up and, you know, I was like, hey, it's time to, it's time to, uh, <laughs> I literally woke her up from watching Jim Gaffigan. Uh and said it's time to get some food and she's like are you hungry i said not at all she said neither am i so okay cancel the reservation so we didn't do anything we we literally our, our entire day it involved going to an indian fast food place eating a little meal and then driving home and then her falling asleep to some comedy special that was our like big hot date night there you go get used to it yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> so. hmm. Well, I was trying to think of things that I did this week too, but uh, you know what? The funny thing is, folks, we recorded so late mm -hmm. last week yeah. that uh, it's only been like half a week yeah. <laughs> since our last podcast. So yeah, haven't done a lot. Did, did a little bit of carving. I've been working on a couple of silly, nonsensical prototypes in basswood, mm -hmm. which are not ready to be seen by anyone, but... Uh, kooky strange idea that uh, i'm having too much fun by myself with mm -hmm. but on the uh the other carving end oh i did this uh i did some experimental carving in bark i did a uh, a frog i love it <laughs> so and, you know what's frog. funny every time that i carve something like to me he's a frog man right he's, he's wearing a beanie for those listening and he's got like a turtleneck fisherman sweater type thing he's huge but, uh, by the way yeah he's like the size of your hand he's giant yeah yeah he's a big it's a big carving <clears throat> bigger than your hand yeah but uh people keep figuring out names for oh is he from the movie this or that or whatever i'm like i have no idea but they're, they're calling out he looks like this guy i'm like yeah he's a fro frog man i don't know frog man <laughs> and you name I things like i do <laughs> Head. yeah Head of man. Uh, I've never heard of those, those <laughs> characters before. And I did another little uh, cottonwood uh, carving with the uh, kind of a sideways Good. glance to him. So the grain on that, man. You got get closer on that. I, you send me a picture of this and I start zooming in, and the Oops. grain is so stinking nice. It is nice grain. Nicely the only carved. issue that I have is that I wish I had uh, used a different finish because it darkened it again. Mm -hmm. it looked really nice when it before i finished it but yeah. uh, no i'm happy with it but uh yeah so i'm feeling a little bit more confident with a little bit of the side glances and stuff and mm -hmm. uh whereas most of my carvings in the past have been like straight straight focused yeah but uh, but that That's was cool. fun but otherwise yeah not much going on like i said barbecue meal for valentine's and uh yeah. oh today i smashed the piano that was oh fun. you did i did it you ended up doing it Yep, at uh, at work we had a piano in the basement, an older piano. But when I say older, older, but not not good enough to be old enough to be like an antique piano. Like it's still like a veneer plywood case on it. But I did see when I was inside, like it was tuned in '65 and then 1969. People just signed the tunings on it. Oh yeah. But uh, my only tool was a sledgehammer. I've heard that that is a seriously dangerous proposition. Proposition. Well, tell me about it now because it's done and gone. What what did I do wrong? Well, I've heard that the tension that those things are under is so much that if you were to burn it in a bonfire or even break it, that it can really hurt people. Like, like bad things can happen. But you mm. you didn't find that? No, I find that hard to believe because it's it's on a, a cast frame. So that mm -hmm. fire would have to be so hot that that frame would have to melt 
to pop the strings, right. which are under tension, but they're still just wires. Yep. So it's not like elastic tension. Right. Right. So I, I don't, but anyway, I, I only use a sledgehammer. So that was big fun. I put a couple faces of people that I was thinking of while I was smashing it. And, uh... <laughs> oh no. Doc. <laughs> It was, it was great There's, there are counselors for that sort of thing <laughs> but it was so heavy i carried that thing out and i had to put it in my truck and then drive it around the building to the dumpster and uh yeah even the it was a it was a feat just to carry that uh that cast uh in the guts out so yeah I can only the rest imagine. i just took in little pieces but uh Really and nice. the cast too when i did hit it with a sledge it would break so it was nice i could make smaller pieces but regardless it was uh, the one the one chunk i took out must have been a couple hundred pounds like it was crazy wow but yeah that's about it but uh on, a, on a, another note it's kind of fun and i we talked about this and this is going to lead us into our little uh topic of discussion and that uh i went back we're this is episode number 23 so almost half a year so six months ish into our uh podcasting uh venture here and i went back and listened to episode number one and i and i called you today and i said your job today is to play episode one did you do it yeah it was fun yeah it was uh it was funny it was fun yeah uh, a lot of uh a lot of uh lulls some some quiet spaces and totally. uh which I tried my, to fill awkwardly with like, like nervous joke questions. Like, what's your favorite color? And you're like, well, we're not there yet. <laughs> we have a structure here. You yeah. And uh, my audio was worse than it is now, mm-hmm. but uh, it was still fun. It was fresh yeah. and new and fun. And uh, we were just winging it. And the truth of the matter is we've been winging it 23 times in a row. Yeah. So uh we were talking about how we feel it's going, and uh, we're going to leave this open. We, we we want some feedback from our audience, but uh, it was a I enjoyed listening to it. I'm, I'm probably going to go back and listen to a couple more of the yeah. early ones, right. just to see that uh, make sure I don't repeat all my old man stories every episode. <laughs> oh, that there's <laughs> but, no avoiding that. Yeah, no, it's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Not and smile is what my mo is, but. We we're just talking about some of the uh, the things that uh, things that we could change, things that we could make better. Mm-hmm. Like I think uh, if looking over all the uh, at least on the YouTube side, I I don't really have privy to the audio downloads, and I know that's pretty much the same as the uh, the YouTube, but pretty well leveled out pretty much across mm-hmm. the twenty three. So there isn't really uh, any growth happening per se. Would you say? And uh, we always want to see how we can improve it to to make it more than it is at this point. Hmm. But anyway, it was fun. It was fun to go back and listen to uh, the beginnings. And uh, yeah, here we are. What were your thoughts? Well, it's funny because I was talking, sitting by a fire in Kentucky, Webster, Kentucky, with Abby Peterson of Wood Life. And he said, man, I really enjoy that podcast that you do with Doug, man. I really admire Doug a lot. uh, you know, I was thinking, man, uh, you know, what I'd love to hear is I'd love to hear you and Doug, because it's usually you guys talking. Most people really like that. But, you know, I was thinking it'd be nice every once in a while to have somebody in there that you could talk to, you know, get some because I want to I always wonder how other carvers think, you know, and I mean, you guys talk about what you think, you know, he's bored of us is what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. 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 Well, we talked about that uh, yeah. at one point, too, that the, do we want guests? Do we like right. uh we do like the nonsensical. So as far as the guests go, obviously it's going to be like their story and some banter. And yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I like that idea too. Yeah. As long as they kind of uh, accept that we're just goofballs. Totally. Like we could get the wrong artist in here and he'll just want to be very serious and boring. Um, so what I do by carving, I don't really carve. I subtract. And when I subtract, I'm shaping the negative space, not the space. Exactly. Itself. Exactly. What I was like, oh, so no, we got to keep it fun and fun and fresh. Not, uh, not nerdy, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I i do like the idea so maybe maybe we will incorporate a guest in the future here and there Definitely. never like not a not a not a every week thing at all no 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 yeah, but no, uh, i can't a, see that a, for us either but 
no, as a special here and there, uh, that was a, that was a good idea. I, I accept that one. Yeah. 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 But otherwise, um, you know, for me, I think that the format is so much fun because it's pretty loose and anything, yeah. you know, one thing we've done recently is combined the, the ending so that we don't just have, uh, we don't have these two separate categories of like media and featured artists. Cause it's kind of all encompassing. It's like a lot of times the media, the things we're consuming are produced by artists. So we're just combining those two sections, which is good. Cause it leaves room, the, the floor open a little bit more for just kind of this these free conversations that we have which the, the, to me that's what i most look forward to yeah yeah for sure and one of my my early takeaways too was right off the off the hop it's called the car coffee and carving show yeah episode number one i was drinking water uh-huh. right the coffee thing <laughs> has never really panned out as yeah. a coffee thing and so i'm yeah. i'm good to, to uh, drop it and just think of the coffee this is our coffee break yeah. This is our coffee conversation yeah. or, you know, so whether we have coffee or not, we won't, uh, and no one sent us coffee either. Right. Right. Six months. No one no sent coffee us yet. no coffee. No People coffee. have offered to send us mystery items, wood, all yeah. kinds of cottonwood bark, all kinds of things. Knives. No coffee. So we're not going to highlight our coffee other than probably bombs. Maybe bombs. Yeah. Who knows? The mystery items, man. When somebody's like, hey, I got something for you, but I can't tell you what it is. Can't tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you can keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to insult that person, but we we appreciate the offer. No, and it really isn't to, to troll them or be me. And I, uh, I, I I totally think most people are goodwill. It's, it's like 98% a joke, but uh, we appreciate all the offers of uh, gifts for sure. Don't want to scoff at that that's awesome so the fact that people would even want to give us anything makes me feel see i i've never had that i've never had people sending me stuff so it's fun well i was kind of eating my words last week because uh we were we were offered some uh cottonwood bark Uh and i was sitting there going what there's no way in the world that i'm gonna allow someone to send us boxes of bark because i know what postage costs yeah and then this week i was looking at my bark supply and i was like (laughs) you dummy (laughs) But uh, so if you have bark, I would gladly pay for the postage if you wanted to send a box of bark. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, not, that's not me begging. And Doug's address say. is 3131. Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> just my address. I'm just saying that was that I, I could have taken him up on that. Yeah. But you know, if you have bark, I'm not asking for anyone that that says they have bark and they give me three other six pieces that they have there if you oh. have bark like you have bark so yeah. if you are one of those that have bark we're talking like, big bark we're talking the uh, back shed of bark then we'll talk but uh, yeah yeah that was funny but, so yeah but really those are my thoughts yeah and i'd love to hear what other people have to think as well i think just hearing from abby and getting the critical feedback was uh it's good i mean the people that we want to hear from are the people who enjoy the podcast, who sit there and, and listen to every episode. And we've been hearing from you guys. And those are the people that we want us to hear from. So, Exactly. And, you know, I think some of the, the things that have uh, manifested over time, which are great. I mean, obviously, they're my jokes. Yeah. That was that's only been the last little while. Yeah. Your silly intros. That's my new favorite thing. Yeah. So uh, we have to evolve. So yeah, we do want some feedback. And I was, I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying, go to your uh, your podcast provider and leave us a review because that really helps push the podcast to another level or whatever. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so if you have that option, yeah, go ahead and leave us a review too. We'd uh, we'd yeah. appreciate it. Totally. Probably. If you have a negative review, then, uh, well, I'll tell you off air what you can do with it, but no, just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. And this is why we have trolls. No, I'm just kidding. But well, speaking of trolls, I don't want to give him the time of day, but this has been, no, no. I, I want there. to say yeah. that I have enjoyed nothing more <laughs> than you getting a taste <laughs> of my world this week yes yeah i have enjoyed nothing more in fact i was just giggling every day this week when i was uh 
reading some of your uh, comments, the comments and, from uh, this guy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I just, in, I enjoy them so much. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> well, really, I'm glad he moved on. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, what's funny is, so I should say with the comments generally where I'm not going to like reread them, uh, but basically no, the guy um, who, who originally was saying, you know, Doug's not ready to sell his work. I, I, I saw his profile and I thought, you know what? he's being rude i don't want to support that so i blocked him i've never i don't really block people i don't think i've ever blocked anyone before it's kind of a big move and it wasn't trying to offend the guy I just thought you know eh, he's kind of he's kind of being a jerk i don't want him i don't want him falling much you know it's kind of he's being mean we don't need that meanness in this community so i blocked him and he started from another account he found me he started messaging me all this stuff about how you know mostly profanity laden uh, about how you know there are thousands of woodcarvers in russia who are better than you and you think you're so great and i was thinking about it and i'm like everything he said is a really extreme version of the truth he's like your youtube videos are horrible <laughs> right. yeah you're you're the you're basically useless in the real world i could i can't imagine you being successful at anything and and i'm reading this all and i'm going oh that's true yeah no they're definitely yeah. and uh, all Russian this time who are better I than put, me for sure yeah and better than each other too yeah yeah there's russian woodcarvers that are better than russian woodcarvers yeah sure no for sure but i what i enjoyed the most is i've always put you up here as a carver like on my little pedestal huh. don't 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 take it too seriously i'm just no, saying i, I uh, no but uh it's great that uh i you know i kind of took it hard a little bit that uh, i wasn't good enough to sell yeah but, Knowing that you absolutely suck, was yeah. the best part. <laughs> it just made my week. Oh, he went so much harder on me than he did yeah, you. It was and great. Said, do but, me uh, and he ended them all with like, "Do me a favor and stop making those those." Uh, what did he say? Those embarrassing YouTube videos. Oh, all of which the videos are the carvings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That was another but, comment. He but, keeps going uh, on. As far as your new camera, though, I gotta yeah. admit, though, I am gonna miss the back of your head. <laughs> well let me let me uh so like i was saying everything he said almost everything he said he was a little bit mean <laughs> but was true in some way and so i read it and i thought yeah yeah no that's true yeah there's definitely better woodcarvers in russia yeah there's definitely my youtube videos are horrible i've rewatched them and part of the reason and i don't know why i feel the need to explain myself but i was telling my brother yesterday this is your fault you jerk because he started a youtube channel and has managed to grow it really quickly from uh filming his uh work so he, he's a mechanic so he films little blurbs of him working on a project and showing people how he did what he did and he's like dude i'm not putting any effort into editing just getting the volume just getting the video out the content out he's like you should do the same thing don't worry about making it fancy because otherwise you'll never do it that's why you haven't posted any videos He's saying, just make the content, edit it as quickly as possible, get it out rough and ready. And, uh, and so I started doing that. But what happened was I put so little effort into the videos I was publishing. If you go on my YouTube, and this is not, gonna, this is not the case going forward, I've, I've, I've started to care more about this, uh, you know, put a little bit more effort into the YouTube end of it, not just the school, the carving school, um, fundamentals of wood carving. Uh, but but my videos previously are that like when my head's in the way I'm accidentally doing a voiceover over a partial part where I'm talking <laughs> the audio isn't syncing up properly it's just embarrassing so if you want to laugh go find my YouTube videos some of them are okay go. some of them are not anyway but this guy just absolutely tore into me and I was I was reading these comments to my buddy uh, Gabe and he's just like he can't even breathe he's laughing so hard he's like yeah, Dude, no, it's fan please, it was fantastic he's like please tell me you left these up please because it's awesome that that someone went through the effort to like tear you apart this way I didn't I deleted him but yeah but uh yeah that's your your first real troll and I was saying that uh <laughs> how how cold I've become because like uh, well I've got well over I don't even know anymore over 200 videos and there's comments every day coming from somewhere. And there's always one in there that just, just, just jabs you every oh my day. Gosh. Like, just gets you at your core too. Right. Oh yeah. You just don't, don't, uh, don't look at your uh, comments while you're still in bed in the morning. Cause it's not a good start to your day. <laughs> For real. 
And the, the sad part is, is there's so many great people. And we always forget oh. the great people and the great comments. Like we get encouraging emails all the time. Yep. But we always focus on the one jerk, you know, yeah. and it's not fair to everybody else. So yeah, yeah, we won't give them the time of day anymore, but I just wanted to, I wanted to razz you about that because it was so great. I I'm just, glad. I just no, enjoyed it. Yeah. I had to bring it up because it was, uh, it was an enlightening experience. And it just did make me more grateful. Well, I said, say one of the outcomes of that for what, like you just said, like all of the encouraging things that I started to receive after that, maybe I didn't see them for as much, for as much as they were before. Now I just, whenever there's a positive comment on a carving or anything on the internet, I'm like, oh man, that's really sweet of them. They're being kind. They're taking time to write that because they want to encourage me to keep doing things. And uh, there's most people are that way. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, in I'll say one one uh, one drawback, one sad thing on my end because I felt it, I felt it myself too. Is that we can't we like we can't keep like I as much as you want to write a, a note back to everybody all the time, like yeah. you just I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly cannot reply to everybody. I I try to read everything that comes through, but to go back and write another letter to each individual is impossible. But uh, I don't reach out to many people, whether that's YouTube or Instagram or whatever, but I understand the non-response feel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel bad that I'm actually doing that to other people. Yeah. But then, because I know what it feels like when I've reached out, it's just like cold and it's like, Oh, he read it. Yeah. He don't care, you know, and that's not the case, but it's it, you feel how you feel right yeah yeah so so we love you everybody that's the bottom line it's true we love you dearly so you know what time it is i do i think our intro is going to be longer than their uh, questions Mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> I think that was in sync. Almost. Almost. You know what's funny, Doug, is we had almost no questions, just a lot of comments this week. I, and- I know. Well, I, like I said earlier, it's, it was such a short week, too, that we probably gave last week like a week and a half's worth of our three days today. So there's, I only saw a couple of questions so far, so I'm not sure what you got there. But we did just receive a question from Ed Wolfstag. Our, our good buddy with the last name that's made up to protect his real last name, but we still love it. We love his last name, his fake last name. Uh, he says, Wood Spirit versus Green Man. Hey, Alec and Doug, quick question oh. for this week. What is the, di- were you saying, oh, because he said our names properly this time? No, I was saying, oh, because this is a new question I've never oh. heard. So I, I was thrown off by the fact he said our names properly. So he's well, asking, you know what's funny? I'm going to butt right in. Yeah, yeah. Episode number one. If you didn't know my name was Doug, yeah, you would be calling me Dan. Oh, yeah. Because that's we started right off the hop, right yeah. from episode one with the dumb names, and it just carried on for 23, uh, 23 shows later. We're still right. uh, people are making up names for us. So that's that's kind of yeah. fun. Sorry, go oh. ahead. <laughs> it's true. Um, what is the difference between a wood spirit and a green man? I thought they were the same thing, just different words to describe the end result. After listening for a few episodes, I'm wondering if they are distinct uh, references, if they are distinct references. Um, Anyway, he says, keep the dad jokes coming as well as the vitamins. Remember, you can't have one without the otter. (laughs) That's right. Well, who wants to take this one? Uh, Well, I know that I know nothing. But I'll tell you my general impression, then you can correct me after. But to me, uh, the wood spirit is basically old man face in the wood. Yeah. I like to, I, I started a little thing, I kept, started calling him the woods watcher. You know, just a, just a face in the, in the wood. And uh, to me, green man always involves vegetation. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like uh, whether he be his hair or his beard or leaves or he's just 
hidden in the leaves or, or, or whatever. I don't know if they're, you would say they're attached to him or not, but uh, what's the, what's the history on the, uh, the green man versus wood spirit? Yeah. Well, so from what I've read about the wood spirit, it's not quite as uh, understood. There's not quite as much history around it. I think maybe um, they were kept in homes uh, as good luck to the home. So you see that a lot of times in, uh, in Germany that, that and this tradition is still upheld. Um, I have actually Austrian friends that live 15 minutes north of me and uh, they Italian Austrian people have uh, a carving of a wood spirit that they got from Germany. And they said, well, we were told this is good luck. And that's kind of part of uh, it's an Austrian tradition as well as a German one. Um, but so, you know, I'm not exactly sure where it stems from, but as far as the green man goes, that one has been around for a long time. And that's been kind of an architectural feature that shows up in Europe. And, uh, but also before that in Asia minor, and, you know, as far as where it comes from, they think it's kind of a Druid, uh, symbol, uh, you know, and then the Christians kind of adopted it into the Catholic church and to try to bring those Druid people into the church, like we talked about before. And so they used the imagery of the leaves around the, the face to, uh, to, um, highlight this, uh, Holy spirit coming at Pentecost. So they take the leaves and instead of surrounding the face, sometimes they'd have them coming out of the mouth to represent, you know, of course, Holy spirit, you know, uh, life coming from the mouth. So they'd have like birds and twigs and branches and things coming off from the mouth. So that's, uh, that's kind of the, a little bit of the backstory. Uh, you know, I don't know the full history of it, but they call it the enigma of the green man because they don't really know exactly where they think it started in some, you know, somewhere in Asia minor. Uh, and then, you know, the Druids picked it up, but really there's just no, uh, you know set declared place from from which the green man came from so kind of cool that all these cultures kind of uh, simultaneously adopted this character yeah like i was always i think we I, we may have touched on this earlier in past episodes but i was always uh leery of like i know there's carvers that, that won't even uh, say wood spirit or whatever because they're attributing something that's not there so yeah i think it's it's just they're just names at this point yeah. <laughs> names no, of the yeah. carvings yep. and uh, i really enjoy carving both yeah. in fact i could uh if i never carved anything else i i could uh, i could live happily ever after oh totally they are totally my favorite things to carve at, at this moment yeah so well there are just so many things you can do with them i mean you can hide it, yeah it's endless i mean it's endless the compositions and it's just so much fun the organic objects next to the very well, like symmetrical faces and yeah, and I think for me, the, the, the wood spirit, not often, I shouldn't say never, but not often would you take a wood spirit from a dimensional piece of wood. Like, I'm going to go take a two by two by six right. and I'm going to make a wood spirit. I like the found wood, whether that be a branch or a, a log or a bark or there's something extra creative because you can work with the found wood and, and make it work somehow even if it is just dead on straight or in a live tree but you can still work in the surroundings and and create something whereas it's not not something that you could recreate exactly again mm -hmm. i guess i'm saying like it's not something that you would mass produce wood spirits out of a two by two by six basswood now you can for sure but i'm saying it's, it doesn't seem to be the norm yeah. And uh, the shapes lend themselves to, to different designs, you know, on a piece of bark, you'll have a lot of inclusions, you'll have wider areas, narrower areas, and those shapes, they sort of suggest what they what, what can be done with them and what you what your limitations are. And a lot of people think, well, man, that makes it harder, it's easier to have a blank piece of six by six, um, or three by three by six, whatever, what have you blank. Uh, no, it's, to me, it's the exact opposite. It's nice well, that blank slate is harder to um, to deal with. You have so many. It's almost infinite options. I'm going to uh, really ruin it for the audio guys. But for example, the, the, I'm holding up a piece of cottonwood bark that had a natural split in sections of bark where I worked the face into half of it. And it, it kind of fun. And the same thing on the weekend too is, is how I kind of undercut an existing uh crack really yeah and it was just fun like 
that's the stuff I really enjoy yeah is working trying to figure out what works best with that piece of wood yeah and uh yeah I think that just brings out a little extra creativity that I, I really like and yeah like you said how could you recreate them again right. like each piece is is different so yeah so good question yeah thanks Ed um so this is a I think this is more of commentary. It's uh, from Jason Leach. He wants to thank us for the podcast and the various formats of our work. And he says he's just kind of started carving uh, this winter um, out of the necessity of <clears throat> wanting to uh, work in his garage. Uh, but unfortunately, it wasn't heated. So he had to move in his basement. So he had to find a smaller scale project uh, to work on. And uh, he says he's been mostly doing uh, spoons, bowls, and mushrooms. Uh, but he aspires to carve uh, caricatures and particularly wood spirits. I uh, doesn't think he's there yet, but his question is, are, is, are there carvers that you know of that specialize in things other than people and animals? Most of the best carvers I see specialize in this area for good reason, always looking for additional inspiration from the plant world or abstract art. Uh, sorry for the long email, but wanted to express my thanks as with all that is going on in the world. Uh, my nights of carving with your podcast has become my favorite night of the week. P.S. Uh, shout out to Doug as a fellow Southern Ontarian. Oh, Jason. there you go. Hey, uh, I I read that one earlier and I had to actually think about it for a minute. Yeah. And uh, I did have one one idea. Like, so is it, <clears throat> the bottom line question is, caricatures or, or what do you say? Animals. Animals. Okay. So I I brought to mind uh, relief carvers. Mm -hmm. Whereas uh, scenes or nature relief carved into things was one I was thinking of. Whereas, you know, you could carve a mountain and the trees and the, maybe a cabin kind of stuff. That kind of relief carving. There's some real high relief carvers out there and they do a fantastic job. And uh, of course, uh, chip carvers chip carvers seem to be really uh chip carvers seem to be chip carvers right like yeah the, they don't really venture i guess i shouldn't say that as a thing but overall but uh chip carving is is unique in itself that it's it's more des designs than yeah. uh, people or uh animals totally. right totally yeah no then that's a good point i think most of the work that i see even when i've done judging a couple of times in the past you know 90% of the show is going to be that. It's either going to be people, little character figures, people, animals. But then you do have the chip carvers. You do have the people who are making these bowls and spoons and such. But that being said, um, yeah, there are a lot of great relief carvers as well. Um, of course, the first one who comes to mind is John Engler. He's uh, an instructor, but he's also a fantastic uh, relief carver. And he does this, uh, these scenes, like basically yeah. they look like paintings and they're paint, they're fully painted as well. He's an excellent, like yourself, he's an excellent painter and I envy that. And so, but no barn snowy scape with these trees and it's all this very shallow, no more than an inch tall. And it's incredibly, you know, detailed and you see the depth when you look in it and look at mm -hmm. it. And, you know, there, there are a lot of carvers that uh, specialize, well, a few that are as good as him, but there are a lot of carvers who do that. Another one is uh, Patrick Pointer. He's someone to look up. He's done less carving of these scenes, but he's really well known for his uh, maritime. Am I saying that right? Maritime or uh, the, these uh, these nautical scenes of uh, ships. And I think he did the Titanic, uh, but yeah, I mean, just stunning detail and mahogany where you can just feel like, you know, the fragile little components, every little rope from the mast down to the, to the point of the ship, the front of the ship. Mark, don't get at me for not knowing what the front of a ship is I called the point. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's just incredible to see people do these relief scenes of uh, like landscapes and uh, buildings, mm -hmm. and architectural stuff. So, uh, uh, another one just popped in mind was the uh, those those Alec houses. You know those little uh, houses that they do. In, mostly, a lot of people do bark. I'm not. not oh, Alec, whimsical fairy houses. Yep. <laughs> Alec houses. I was like, "What on earth? <laughs> you can be fairies with a fairy, fairy houses, <laughs> a fairy to you." <laughs> That's the only time anyone's ever got me confused with a fairy. That's the uh, whimsical fairy houses. Yeah, they're pretty cool too, and a lot of people do that. I, is it fair to say? 
I don't want to put anybody in a box, but the people that are the best in their field are the ones that actually do specialize. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Like I keep trying to do all, put my finger in everything because my attention span is so low and I, it's hard to ever become a master of like, uh, you're not going to be a master spoon carver and a chainsaw carver. It doesn't seem to be like, you know, or a intricate, like I said, the relief carver and uh, something, you know what I mean? Like uh, you really need this to really take it to the, to the highest level. Like you do need to specialize. Yeah. <clears throat> right. No. And, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough because when you say specialized, do you mean specialized in a medium? Do you mean, cause there are people a like style, a style, a I guess style. I would say. Yeah. No, that, that yeah. I can see. Yeah. You know, like Harley Restall is a fantastic flat plane carver. Yeah. But he's not going to be a chainsaw carver inside. Well, they're always, they're always will be those jerks who are good at everything. Yeah, like, I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I hate them. I mean, you get the, I mentioned them a lot. Uh, if, Patrick Burke, you know, you know, this relief carver who does, you know, these architectural carvings for a living, but then he can do this perfect, stunning bus portraits, human figures, whatever, you know, we just don't even talk about those kind of, I guess that, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think an artist can use any medium and any style. And And that's why I think they, the, the really great Renaissance artists, they would always emphasize the importance of drawing because that gives you a, a, a sense of, uh the 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 design of almost anything if you can draw one thing really well it's a lot easier to draw something else a lot of those yeah. are transferable you know being able to see and translate you know if you can do that it definitely will help so you just just uh, ended all of my hopes and dreams right there no no i can't draw a stick man no you, you're you, the problem you just you just don't fully accept <laughs> you haven't con your hands and brain have accepted it but you haven't con your conscience hasn't accepted that you're an artist yet so you're just gonna keep fighting it <laughs> keep fighting. <laughs> can't draw yeah you got anything else there yeah there's one more and i just uh good, good. I'm about to switch over to it here i mean just one second um all right so it's from christopher and he talks about cedar. Um, he says he, this is, I think, less a question, but just kind of uh, remarks on the cedar that we talked about. Mountain juniper he says it's scattered all over the hill country of Texas, and it's amazing for carving. It has a red heart that we mentioned with the uh, aromatic cedar. Mm, he right. says he built a carving handle from it, and it's holding up really well. Um, he compliments us both here. And I usually don't read these parts of the emails, but since we're low on emails, as far as questions go, we'll just go through this whole one. So I've been enjoying your videos, Terrence. You really got me in the mood to, and by the way, Terrence is Doug. You really got me, especially since the, he's talking about videos here on YouTube, I'm sure. The instructions requested that I leave my email, but there was nowhere for me to, oh, no, back up. He said, you really got me in the mood to get into cottonwood bark carving. In addition, I also enjoy your recent basswood carvings. Um, and then Philip, uh, he says, I'm, I'm having trouble purchasing your five piece, car- five piece carving set. Um, well, Christopher, uh, if you uh, check the website, it says um, that I'm sold out currently. So I haven't gotten a new order in and they're incredibly slow. So it might be a while, unfortunately, but I will, uh, you know, if you check the, maybe, you know, do a once a month check on the website. Uh, I do in fact restock when I'm able to get um, the, the tool. So, but unfortunately it's not an option right now, but he said he's going to sign up for the carving school uh, when he does get those tools. So appreciate that. I very much appreciate it, Christopher. Um, anyway, uh, he says, thanks y'all for the weekly entertainment and Terrence, you have the best slash worst jokes and Philip, you have the best <laughs> accents. Uh, sincerely, Chris Schubert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah. That is a compliment. The best yeah. worst jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I feel his pain though. Have you ever wanted something, and you just gotta wait and wait and wait and wait to get what you want? I almost want to tell the, I almost want to tell the guy he should go and order the tools elsewhere. You know, but I don't know. It's, it's such a bummer to have to wait that well, long. I I I couldn't wait. I I would have bought them already. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're to the new portion of this. Uh, well, the new combined portion of this podcast called 
media portion. Media <laughs> or the added value to you. Yes. Or the added value to your day. Sing, via sing media. that. Sing that. Added, added value, value to your day, your day via media. media. What you've been watching, learning. <laughs> <laughs> what you've been what you've been watching, what you've been listening to. <laughs> you work on you work on it this week. So um, as far as media goes, what uh, what you been up to, listening to, taking in, any artists inspiring you, what's going on? Well, like I said, I've been listening-wise, I was uh, into our podcast again, so I would encourage anyone, go back and listen to the old ones, they're, they're still worth a laugh, because you know what, at my age, at least, I don't remember what we talked about, <laughs> it's, a, it's like all new shows again, yeah. but uh, I got onto this guy never saw this video it's like 12 years old or no it was filmed in 1999 i don't know when it was put on youtube wow but it is a uh, rex branson mm -hmm. uh, the channel is called branson artwork artworks and it's the only video on his channel but it's a two hour long uh bark carving tutorial yeah and it's it's pretty good he's pretty good yeah and i've yeah, seen I, it actually yeah if someone sent me it a while back i'm not sure who it was i can't remember now but uh i was so excited to see it because it's not like you get a lot of that kind of thing you know from that era or from older videos in general of bark carving you just kind of see mostly new stuff yeah yeah like i watched uh, ron adamson on youtube yeah but this this guy was like i asked you i said have you ever heard of this guy like because he's obviously a, a well-known teacher because I yeah. think it, I think he he filmed this video for a, a VCR like a cassette, yeah, tape, yeah. and uh, he was selling it at one point. Yep. But yeah, there's a two-hour tutorial, and uh, it's great. Now, mind you, his cottonwood, he's carving it like butter. Hmm. But I always like to see how other carvers carve and uh, how they hold their tools differently. And and I think to myself, am I like all left-handed, or whatever? And how do they hold these things on the side? And how the like just it's just fun to uh to watch somebody else carve and to pick up some little tips and tricks on the way it is indeed yes 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 what have you been uh, listening to watching well my good friend named joel his name is joel Grothaus, and i've been saying his name wrong for a long time it's joel Grothaus, and he's a g-r-o-t i think h-a-u-s maybe that's right i'm about to find out right now because if i don't do it nobody's gonna know who to look up Anyway, he's an amazing painter. Uh, I've been looking up to him for a while. I'm going to ban the accent now because it's terrible. But, um, I mean, unbelievable painter. Uh, local to Detroit, actually. So I was introduced to him by another artist friend, an animation friend, uh, Ian Sigmund, who owns uh, Gunner Studios. It's a production company that produces a lot of, uh, like, uh, animation for, you know, the you name it they've done it for, mo for most for many big corporations but uh anyway he's in the same studio as those guys and joel is a fine oil painter and uh he's one of those guys where i have a lot of reverence for him like when we met to talk uh over coffee this week i was just uh it's just one of those things where you know that you're with you're in the presence of somebody who is just great i mean just great at what they do and it's it's awesome to uh to uh, to talk with someone like that and uh um found out that a mutual friend of ours uh is uh, commissioning a painting of a family member and uh yeah i'm just jealous of this mutual friend that, and it, it makes me want to commission him to do something and at some point i'd love to do it but anyway this is one that he was showing me that he had done he's in a, he was a, a painting instructor advanced painting instructor at uh, college for creative studies for a while uh he's a young dude he's he's super young but I don't, it's hard to tell because of the reflection, but the detail, I mean, it's just every single last hair is perfectly shaded and, you know, his portraits are stunning. This is actually a painting of my friend, uh, Matt. Oh, wow. If, if yeah. you've met so Matt Alec before. is showing up, uh, showing uh, Instagram photos of the, uh, I wasn't sure if the first one you were saying that he, he uh, shows every hair on the hair because the first picture was a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh but i mean i could go on and on and showing showing you his work he's just uh i mean he has such a beautiful style such a it's beautiful incredible. 
beautiful way of uh of painting uh here's a here's a pile of driftwood on an old leather case that he painted and anyway at any rate uh worth checking out it's uh groat house like i said g-r-o-t-h-a-u-s and it's joel j-o-e-l and uh fantastic detroit painter and i'm excited to uh uh, hang out with him again but uh, check him out on instagram oh. well very good and he teaches well, folks he teaches and he teaches well let's see uh brings us to the end of episode 23 already That's and right. so like we talked about how we are interested in your feedback and how you could see this channel or this show changing or any improvements that you can think of in a nice way <laughs> And uh, we appreciate your reviews on your things, and let's uh, let's make this this uh, let's make it grow. Let's do it. And remember, folks, take your vitamins. There it is. I apologize for that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>